Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. You're listening to Awakening Code Radio. Mind-expanding, heart-opening, talking music to raise your vibration. Some people consider it the shifting of the ages. Others see it as a whole new paradigm for humanity. But whatever you want to call it, it's hard to deny that we are in a moment of immense change. A moment challenging us to wake up and live life more consciously. This is Eric Rankin. And I'm Michelle Anderson. And you're listening to Awakening Code Radio. Where the conversation is always about raising the vibration of love, compassion, happiness, forgiveness, stewardship, health, and peace. Thank you for joining the conversation. This is Deepak Chopra. Hi, I'm Marianne Williamson. Hi, this is Greg Braden. And you are listening to Awakening Code. Awakening Code. Awakening Code Radio. Indeed you are. Thank you so much for tuning in, everybody. Happy New Year. I love how you, I love how you say that. <laughs> Feliz Año Nuevo. It is a new year. 2023, in case you happen to be listening to a podcast 100 years into the future, we're way back in 2023 when everything is awesome. Right? Do you hear crickets? <laughs> <laughs> Get the chance again. Everything is awesome. Everything is Everything wonderful. Is blossoming. Yeah. And we're we're um, pregnant with promise. Yes, and we're co-creating our new reality. Yeah, as always. And mm-hmm. if you're new to our show, we call it Conversation to Raise the Vibration. We talk about the creating the world we want to live in. And it's not rocket science. We're not preaching to you. We're just having a conversation that we feel is important that involves spirituality, expanding consciousness, being good stewards to each other and ourselves and the planet and the environment, creating the world that can sustain itself for not the next 10, 100 years or 1,000, but you know, compared to other animals, millions of years. Millions of years sounds ridiculous, but other species have done it. So why can't we? Why can't we all can't we just play in the same sandbox? Yeah. Can we just all play in the same sandbox? Yeah. Yep. I mean, we're here, and I'm excited about our guest. I know. I, I was kind of cluing you in to why I wanted to start this year off talking about Conscious Life Expo, because I really do think that I, lo- I love their new logo this year, and you know their tagline is where science meets spirit, and we're kind of... We're in that. Zone. We're we're looking at that right now. So I think it's this is the fresh new face of 2023's 21st annual Conscious Life Expo, and I I, I can tell there's a new vibe. There's a definite multi generational vibe going on, and so that's why we're really excited. Can I introduce him before you do? Um, let's just say hi. A shout out to Colleen. We always want to do that. The third person that involves wow. everything we do on the show, our amazing admin Colleen. 
and uh, thank you. I just I, for some reason didn't even announce myself. We already say our names on the on the you know the bumper that leads into the show, the introduction. Mm-hmm. But uh, Colleen doesn't get mentioned, and we want to be sure because she is a part. She of does our so much work. Did you, family. did you happen to see the bumper she did for tonight's guest I did and not. for tonight's show? It's really cool. I screenshotted it because I liked it so well. So thank you, Colleen. She put a song with it, and oh, nice. it, it's a it's a really um, really exciting bumper. Thank you, Colleen, and we're looking forward to seeing you soon. Mm-hmm. How do you like yeah, that? I know she sent us a very intriguing email. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm ready. So, now I, the drum roll. Here we go. I want to give a shout out to Maura Hoffman, who you know is one of my best friends yep. and has been on the show, and she's you know, in our soul family. And I had asked Maura because she's working on, um, she assists, you know, helping with Conscious Life Expo. And I said, "Is I'd really like to promote it because, you know, every year I go and you've been with me a few times. And um, we did Nassim Harriman. We did an interview there. We did uh, the inter- interview with jo- um, Stephen Halpern. Yeah, Stephen Halpern. Yeah. yeah. So, um and a few other people we've interviewed there, but um, I was just so excited about it this year that I wanted to give people a chance, a head start, to th- start thinking about coming to Los Angeles on February 10th through the 13th. This this is held every year at the LAX Hilton. And it's kind of the granddaddy in many ways of these, what we would call consciousness conferences. I, I would absolutely call it the granddaddy. Yeah. yeah. 21 years, that's Pretty, pretty big history. And yeah. so tonight we're actually going to be speaking with Michael Sattva, who is one of the co-producers. Are you with us, Michael? Uh, yes. Can you hear me? Ooh, yeah, we, we can, can hear you well. Yes, we can. Great. And and I'm I just love the the divinity of how how this went down. Originally, um, when I talked to Mora, we talked about getting your father on the show and your father is Robert Quicksilver who was one of the founding members the the founder him and is it it's Shima Moore with Shima yes with Shima Moore Shima Moore and Robert Quicksilver founded Conscious Life Expo 21 years ago and I met you last year and just thought wow this guy is just incredible I really appreciate your your grounded your groundedness and your calm and your peace. You feel like a peace ambassador. Do, do you feel like a, well, first I want to ask you, do you prefer to be called Michael or Sattva? I prefer to be called Sattva. Um, there's probably 5 million Michaels just in Los Angeles alone. So um, Sattva works really well. I like, I like that. My friend's more. working on a movie called Hey Mike, because every time you yeah. say Hey Mike, everybody turns around because <laughs> there's so many. Oh. Um, so Sattva, um, last night when I talked with you, I got really excited about the the fresh perspective that you're bringing to Conscious Life Expo this year. And I I feel a buzz about it. I feel like this is going to be a move in, in a good direction because of where you're focused on this year's Conscious Life Expo. And we had such a great talk about the different generational aspects. I, I'd like to start there. Eric, are you okay with me starting there? With, Absolutely. With how you got involved in the conference, Sattva, and the perspective you bring um, from your generational point of view. And we had a great 
We had a great dialogue about that last night. So yeah, I wanted sure. To start I'd, there. I'd be happy to to um, talk about it. Um, so my dad, uh, Robert Quicksilver, um, was a hippie a long time ago, um, and so in many ways, I was raised in this community um, in a way that for him and his generation, they were creating it. Um, uh, me and some of my peers were were essentially uh, raised in it, and so we have a really unique. Uh, perspective on all of this information that has come in and all of this new, all these new paradigms and this new type of spirituality, because uh, it's just, uh, we're, uh, how would I put it? It's, it's how we've been programmed uh, on a, our core level. So um, I'm able to see things that say my dad and others in his generation are not. Um, and so, and Eric um, and I would be in your dad's generation, correct? Well, potentially, I, I think you mentioned you were Gen X, which is a slightly different no. take no. on it. Um, we're, I'm, we're the tail yeah. end of boomers. We're boomers. The, the tail end. So <laughs> you were in, always in their shadow, but um, it's, a, it's a different thing. Um, but but for me, I, I, um, I'm right at the cusp between millennial and Gen X. I just turned 40. Um, and so I have a unique uh, view on both generations because I saw what Gen X was creating, the very creative generation coming in, creating almost every musical genre that exists today, I would equate to Gen X. And, um, and then millennials where, where, you know, we got inundated with this, uh, you know, the, all this technology and we've been, you know, the most psyops generation in many ways because of that. Um, and so I, I can see the whole spectrum of, um, experiences and i i really appreciate uh speaking to all generations in a way that a lot of times um uh each group is in their own echo chamber and so i think it's really important to have that conversation um across the divide so uh for me i i grew up with um buddhism i grew up uh with uh tarot readings every new year's i grew up with uh um my mom was a yoga teacher um and so I really understood a lot of these things. And then as I grew older, I started reading more about ancient Egypt and about ancient cultures around the world. And, and then being involved with this expo for 20 years now, I, I, um, I started when I was 19 uh, doing the AV team as a first year. Um, so, you know, 20 years being involved with this expo, I, I know all of the, um, you know, I've, I, I'm, I've been witness to all the different theories and and ideas and and mythologies and spiritualities that uh, and modalities that come through. Whether it's from Reiki to sacred geometry to um, you know ancient mysteries, there's so many uh, fascinating topics, and they all tie together in different ways. So um, I really feel like I have um, a very um, thorough understanding of the whole. Um, the whole field, the whole um, community. For perspective, if any of our listeners aren't familiar with the granddaddy of conferences, Conscious Life Expo, can you give a, an overview of how many speakers, workshops, the format? I mean, you literally take over LAX Hilton. I mean, the, every oh, single yeah. room it's is... It's amazing. It's it's such a, an amazing event because... Um, we have over 200 speakers and 200 exhibitors. Uh, we have three exhibit halls on three different levels of the of the hotel, and we have 
uh, about 11 events happening every um, every hour. So there's so much to see, and it's really really amazing. And um, and really this year, what's what's so exciting, and what I've really been bringing to the table this year is a lot of new fresh faces um, that are just ready to come out and are really excited to promote themselves and they just have new uh information new modalities there there's uh you know such a wide range of talents um that these people have that they want to share with 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 the world um and it's it's really um cool to see that we have this platform that that gives gives these people a voice um you know it's it's something that's really evolved over the last 20 years where I wouldn't even call this um, underground or, or niche anymore. It's, it's almost mainstream in some ways how, how um, you know, astrology has become and a lot of these um, energetic uh, concepts. And just even going through Instagram and seeing all the memes that exist and all the millions of people following these, these uh, you know, whether they believe themselves to be light workers or they're channeling or uh, it's just fascinating how many different dimensions this this information has taken, and how many um, you know how how many different types of people have looked into this, and whether you call it uh, going down the rabbit hole or exiting the matrix, or um, you know, there's so many different ways that people have been describing just finding a new spiritual path um, and you know coming full circle to to what the real message of the show is is to find out what the truth really is of being here on planet earth and, and being open to new ideas about spirituality and finding, um, finding where that, um, you know, where science and, uh, science and spirit do meet, um, you know, and then mixing in all the fun UFO stuff in there and all the, uh, you know, ancient secrets like Graham Hancock just had a giant show on Netflix I mean that's it was huge. That is huge, and that, yeah. and that was yeah. that was fringe just a couple of years ago. Right. You know, speaking about ancient civilizations being more advanced than today, and and so you know, and even ancient aliens as the show the show was was very groundbreaking to just show that this stuff is 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 coming out and and people want to want to learn more. And, and Eric was on that show. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, we're, yeah. we're sitting here with you. One thing I I, I wanted to um, share that came through for me, and I see Eric. Eric has something he wants to add as well. Yeah, is that you're right about that. Back 20 years ago, a lot of this was very fringe, and what I'm noticing more and more. Our show has been on the air 10 years, primarily been has been called Awakening Code Radio. In the beginning, there was mm-hmm. a different title, but for, for most of those 10 years, it's been Awakening Code Radio. I see this word awakening everywhere mm-hmm. now. This is a buzzword, mm-hmm. awakening. And just um, last week on Wednesday, I, was, I went out to visit my mother and I was driving home and a girlfriend of mine that I haven't talked to in years called and she said, I really want you to talk to my brother and my sister-in-law because... They're into all that love and light stuff that you're into. <laughs> and they just got into it like two years ago. So they're learning about astrology and crystals and healing. And I told them they have to talk to you because Michelle has been in this for a really long time. And what I felt about that, Satva, is that there are so many people right now that are having this pop awake experience 
and they don't know where to turn. They're like, when I told these people, the first thing I'm asking you to do is to go to Conscious Life Expo's website. I think that would be a great place for you to to dive in deeper, to learn more, <laughs> to go where your passion leads you. And they got really excited about it. They were already looking it up, you know, while we were having our conversation because I think people need right now they're looking and they're they're hungry and thirsty for more information because shows like Ancient Aliens are becoming more mainstream, more popular. You even people I talk with that that I would consider just, you know, normal regular people that aren't into what I'm into, I would think like a doctor at my mom's hospital and mm-hmm. you know it was like he had to whisper it to me that he's <laughs> have you heard of the yeah. show ancient aliens yeah. <laughs> and it was just because i mentioned serpent mound because i noticed he was yeah. from ohio and he said you yeah. know about serpent mound well well yeah and then then that's when he said do you know about this show i am in there you know and because yeah. he's an epidemiologist at a hospital you know yeah. but gotta, but, gotta say it in hushed tones yeah still. <laughs> but now pretty but it's starting to get oh absolutely you know more and more people are are opening to this and that's why i love your format the conscious life expo <laughs> format and and for me it's like old home week i mean I go there and I know so many people at Conscious Life Expo. There, a lot of your speakers are people we've had on our show. And I, I love that even the new speakers that you have, some of them, like Elizabeth April is a new speaker. And she's been on our show a couple of times. Um, yeah. She's also been, you know, we, I've emceed for her for, on Portal to Ascension and Disclosure Fest. So it's really exciting to see you've got, was it Star Girl is a new name for me? I I wasn't Jason Cherka, Lori Ladd, Lori yeah. Ladd. They've both been on the show, mm-hmm. yeah. And Sean mm-hmm. Stone, and and this year I've been on his show, yes. <laughs> so, and this year you've added a new component called Rabbit Hole Room, and I was looking over, I was looking over the speakers in the Rabbit Hole Room. We've had Brad Olson on the show. I know David Wolf. We've had Laura Eisenhower on the show. Foster Gamble's been um, on Portal to Ascension a lot. He's I love his talk, Solutions for a Thriving World. What I'm noticing is a theme, and the theme is mm-hmm. very solution-based. That, yeah, I you know I think that's so important after these last two years of of whatever the psyops was. Um, I I feel like um, at the end of the day we are we have to come together and start creating these solutions because there's so much information that has come out and and there are many ways for us to utilize the the new um, the new uh, information the new technology that could come from this. Um, what's what's exciting to me in the UFO aspect of the show um, is it, it it does tie into the energy and the healing part of the show in that the technology that the UFO stuff is suppressing is is a energetic type of technology that could potentially um, help heal the world too. So there's this this strange um, how I'm, how would I tie it together? So. In terms of energy and healing, we have vibrations um, in the, the world around us and sound vibrations and electromagnetic vibrations. And so there's more and more evidence that there's a real direct correlation between our consciousness 
and our DNA and our, our uh, very um, health and these, these vibrations and frequencies. And this is also what Tesla, not, not the car, but the, the guy, um, was speaking about 100 years ago. And also a lot of what comes into the, you know, mysteries around the ancient pyramids as well as, uh, you know, what, what's showing up in the UFO phenomenon. So um, there's this very interesting place where we're really, it's really important to create these solutions with this new technology that's coming out um, that I know there's, there's a lot of these speakers that are, that are finding different ways to do that. For example, at the expo, we're going to have um, uh, the med bed. Uh, is, was, um, there's different people working on something called the, the med bed, which is basically, um, you know, using energetic frequencies um, and sound frequencies and EMF vibrations to heal the body naturally. Um, and so there's also going to be a Tesla coil uh, that's, that's going to be um, through the weekend. You can you can have healing sessions with this Tesla coil. So um, I think that's really what's really exciting is is finding out all these hidden and forbidden and secret um, technologies and finding a way to to create them today. And we have so many vendors and so many exhibitors that are really have their own versions of these things. Uh, you know, different talismans, different. Uh, you know, this one woman it creates crystal wands, and there's just so many different ways to utilize this technology or orgone, the orgone technology. Um, that that um, that's why coming to the expo is so exciting, is you see all of these these different uh, you know people that are creating these amazing products that uh, you would never see at Target or somewhere like that ever. So, and you get um, to some support small businesses. Yeah, and you support mm-hmm. you know these these artisans and these artists who are really at the forefront of trying to figure out what this energetic technology is um, in all of its forms. Cause it's kind of, you know, you know, even if we have three or four people that are all call themselves energetic healers, their, their modalities are going to be so different um, that, you know, having them all in one place at the expo is just an amazing opportunity for you to see, wow, well, this modality is what, you know, I really vibe with this one or, Oh, you know, I really have to, you know, hear Bashar's message because I, I, I understand that. Or, or oh, you know, this guy, Riz Mirza, it, I've never heard him before, but he's amazing. And this he has this amazing ability. And so... He is um, great. I, I've been yeah, with him before. So mm-hmm. That's what I think is so amazing about the Expo is, is just how many different modalities there are of all sorts um, that, you know, in a niche that supposedly is, doesn't even, you know supposedly isn't even real you know <laughs> it's just really amazing to see it all in one place and you know when i when i talk to attendees who who you know have come year after year they're like no i never knew this this was possible like they it's like a transformational weekend for people who are like wow i didn't know this even existed you know now back to more Awakening Code Radio. It's so cool to see people who are just yes. on the brink of finding out. It's like it's been this well-kept secret. Well, it's been very yeah. fringy yeah. for a while. The stuff mm-hmm. that we've talked about or that I've been interested more or less my whole life, very fringy. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it, the refreshing thing about that, it is not so fringy. Most that, of the people that come yeah. say, I'm the black sheep of my family. And then you find out, oh my gosh, there's a whole bunch more like me. Well, and you go to 
a conference like this that you, if you imagined it, you would just see nothing but freaks or big giant, you know, hippie or whatever people with tinfoil hats on and it's not mm-hmm. it. And every year yeah. that goes by, just like with ancient aliens, that's been a great barometer for in a lot of ways. Yeah. The first year it was pretty fringy. It was just the few guys. And then they start getting Michio Kaku, real physicists, real professors, people from NASA you know, it is not, it, people are not afraid to go on that show and express their ideas or beliefs or things that they've learned. We see these jet fighter pilots, you know, that are seeing these mysterious phenomenon, these now they're no longer UFOs, the UAPs, um, where it's coming out very quickly. And of course we're piggybacking on social media and the digital age at that, that moment that has fueled a lot of it. And I, it's, Truly an exciting time to be on this planet as we watch the analog age kind of fading into the background, the digital age uh, coming forth and how we're going to manage the two. And what I love about Conscious Life Expo and other conferences is the live aspect that where Michelle shines is just walking around because you're not just in each talk or each minor symposium or each room there's so much energy of just people meeting each other in the halls and the aisles and the lobbies and the rooms. There's just a, a real combustible feel to it where it, and it's real FaceTime. And it, 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 it shows the divine orchestration of things that we, you magnetize to you the energy you're putting out. And I like to see it, it's like it's embodied there. People who are walking around get to actually experience what a lot of people are talking about. And then it happens in real time that you, you magnetize some person that you may have been talking about 20 minutes ago. And next thing you know, they're in front of you. That happened to me at Conscious Life Expo a few years ago. We really wanted to get Stephen Halpern. We really wanted an interview with Stephen Halpern. And I had the press room booked for somebody else and, you know, we, we had lined up our interview with Nassim Harriman and we had a few other people, but I had, we hadn't gotten Stephen Halpern and I really wanted to, but the beauty of it is, guess what happened, Sattva? The, the elevator doors opened and guess who was on the elevator? And it yeah. was right there, Stephen Halpern. And I got to talk to him. He gave me his number. He said, yeah, I'll do it. You know, it was like, it was divine synchronicity. And that's what a lot of, a lot of this is all about is raising our frequency, our vibration, staying in that fifth dimensional element of just entrainment, positivity, um, magnetizing, what is it? Manifesting your heart's desires, you know, and co-creating with the universe, with universal energy. Well, how could you not? Because these are people that come from all over the country or the world mm-hmm. that usually there's quite a distance, mm-hmm. you know, in connecting ideas. You might find them on Facebook or social media. Now they're all gathered in this mm-hmm. fairly tight com- container. So that is how, it's like Burning Man a bit, but that's a little more spread out. You're You're gathered by people there that they might not what i love about this is they're not always in the same conversation having the same dialogue believing all the stuff but there's so many threads yes Mm -hmm. of connectivity that's the excitement for me is that there's plenty to latch on to and to me all of this all of this and i'll just say this kind of up front as an overarching statement to me feels like the hero's journey 
because everybody that goes to a, an event like this and steps out of their comfort zone is really taking their first step on their own personal journey back to themselves. Mm, they what learn, a great way to language that. Yeah, and they learn a lot of new things. And some things are for them and some are not. But they're learning really more about themselves and bringing it back in. And that's what this whole message, our whole show, everything is truly, you know, I'm finishing the Jesus book and it's done. And it's like, where would Jesus go to, in an apocalypse? Where did he say to go? He didn't say go. There's no place to run and hide. You go within and you do the same thing I've been teaching you. Be of service, be loving, don't change your action plan. And it feels like that is becoming more real is that people are allowing this conversation. They're allowing other people's views and beliefs and stories and things that they've learned. The Graham, Han Graham Hancock's show made it to Netflix in the high production value that it is, is truly a bellwether because yeah. ancient aliens is its own little thing in own history channel when you are five or six part series on netflix sharing what graham hancock is sharing that is kind of a game changer it is a game changer yeah. for sure mm -hmm. yeah and and what i what i want to say about his show is i i appreciated how he worded it that it's not about what the the actual truth is it's about questioning the narrative in the story and being able to have a space to say, huh, this is what it looks like. And this is my theory. What's your theory? And I think that there's something very intrinsically um, conscious life expo about that, that, that you come to the expo and there's going to be a hundred opinions and a hundred viewpoints, but we come together and we share those viewpoints. And that's, that's the value is it's not, there's nothing dogmatic. We're not telling you how to think where there's no right and wrong way. It's just, wow, these are all the really interesting things to talk about and, and to discuss and everybody's going to have their own take on it. And I think that that's, that's what's, you know, come to the expo and help us find the truth. You're part of the conversation. It's not, you know, even though you have, we have experts and, you know, different keynotes, at the end of the day, this is a conversation uh, between all of us to figure out, well, what's the, what is the truth for you and how are you interpreting this information? Because there's so many different ways, you know, there's so much unknown in the universe and, and we're just, we're just, you know, pecking at it little by little to try to figure out what's going on. So, um, you know, that's, that's to me one of the most beautiful parts is there's just so many opinions and we're all able to be there together. I love, I love that. And, I had a conversation with someone the other day and I, I may have said this on the show before, but I've asked this question several times. And the question I ask is if we were at a conference with a thousand people and the speaker on the stage said, raise your hand if you're brainwashed, would one hand go up? And I don't think one hand would go up because Nobody knows if they're brainwashed. Yeah. So how, how, what is our barometer to measure if we're brainwashed? Mm -hmm. And I ask this question to a lot of people because I'm searching too. I'm a seeker too. And, and you know, I've gone down some rabbit holes and I use my discernment meter, meter my internal compass, but there are times I've been wrong and I've, had to look at, okay, I was wrong on that one. 
by being shown another option or something like that. And that, that's very humbling, number one. But the other day, when I asked that question to a woman I was on the phone with, and I asked her that, she said, she felt that people would be brainwashed if they, I wish I could remember exactly how she answered. Oh, there's it, a lot of brainwashed people. Right, but yeah. the way that she answered it was, if you if you are so stuck in being right that you can't actually hear someone else's opinion and you just shut down, she thinks that's a sign that you may be brainwashed. If you're not open to hearing someone else's perspective. And I I sat with that for a moment and I thought, I really like that because how do we heal the divide? if we're not open to hearing someone else's opinion or how they formed their perspective, I feel like that's the, that's the starting point of the dialogue that opens us up to exploration, to understanding why, why did you come to this belief system? And these shows that are coming out and these speakers that you have at Conscious Life Expo, I may not agree with every one of them, but I want to have the opportunity to hear how they form their opinion or to tune in with my, my internal compass, my discernment meter, you know, and feel into, does that feel right? Does that resonate with me? Or am I going to go do more research myself? Maybe they'll give me, you know, a path to doing research. I'm curious how you got to the down the rabbit hole part of the conference, because a lot of the people in the Down the Rabbit Hole series, this is a new series, and I want to give a shout out to Brandy Weld because she's the curator of this section, yeah. I noticed, on the website, and so I, I believe she's in Sedona, I think you told me, right? Well, yeah. before, before we go down the rabbit hole of the rabbit hole. Oh, I like that. <laughs> um, as you were talking, Michelle, and I think Safa was saying kind of a similar thing, when we talk about the word brainwashing as a, as a verb or an action, if you take it enough steps backward, you see that our academic system is full of brainwashed people. Scientists, when you say, I trust the science, those people are just standing on the shoulders of going back far enough to where, whether it's Isaac Newton or the first archaeologist or anything, believing what they think they know is tr true. And they adhere so tight to that that they become sort of a version of the brainwash. They don't want to hear other ideas. They don't want to hear Graham Hancock say, isn't this worth considering? Or Masaru I, lo I love that phrasing, too. Yeah. Masaru Emoto well, with, the, well, with his they, water studies. That's exactly right. Mm -hmm. That's exactly what's happening. Um, what I've found is the more educated someone is, oftentimes the more brainwashed they are. Because yes. education as it is presented in our current society is just so it's about memorization and, um, you know, trusting authority. So people who go through the system long enough, they've, they've trusted the authority to give them the information since they were a child getting their A pluses and then going to Stanford, going to Harvard. And so their whole reality is that, you know, you have to trust authority because they're the ones giving them their A's. Right. Whereas someone that, that you know, questions that is not going to be, you know, it, 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 that questioning isn't reinforced in our society. So then you end up with this strange thing where, uh, you know, people that seem very brilliant, very smart are saying things that are just obviously not true because they're so brainwashed. Um, 
And, you know, the last two years have been a very interesting, eye-opening experience. Regardless what opinion or truth really is, is kind of irrelevant. It, what, what happened was, is it was just so, um, there was just so much uh, animosity between the sides and so little uh, attempt to conversate. Even within the Expo community, there were, there were conflicts between different people with different views. And for me, that was always my... Uh, main objective was like, you know, okay, here we are on planet Earth. Nobody knows what's going on. Nobody. Nobody has any idea. You can, you think you know, but everyone's guessing based on their own personal experience. So how are we to say that one side is right, one side's wrong? So we have to come together and see that we're all a human family and we all have to come through it, you know, as a team. Yes. So you know, at the end of the day, it's about honoring the other person's uh, beliefs as long as as long as you can, um, you know, as long as you can see that and have that conversation, then I think that's how brainwashing breaks down. Because then if you're open to those other, you know, to, OK, well, let me hear your point of view, then all of a sudden um, that brainwashing can break down. Yeah. And when we get into a field of. You know, between right doing and wrong doing, I think that's Osho or Rumi. Rumi, because mm-hmm. in between right doing and wrong doing, I'm I'm crazy for my beliefs. You're crazy for your beliefs. How about can we just sort of stand here and acknowledge and you know be grateful for each other's opinions and things that they've learned? That's what is kind of missing in society right now. Is that yeah. it's gotten so polarized and divisive, and polarization is is a part of nature, but rather than think it's only this and only that there is that meeting space that's where the magic yeah. happens and events like this that you're producing and have been gone going on for so long and other events i think they're playing an ever more critical role absolutely of creating this swell mm-hmm. um that that it just does not get the attention in mainstream media but it's happening the chips are falling gray man yeah. on netflix is a is a big domino to fall and I don't know what the viewership is. I don't know what kind of you know uh, ratings. From it what I heard, it was very one of the top shows. Yeah, wow. Wow, that's that a big deal. Yeah, it's a big that's deal. A big deal. Yeah, and, and there listen, was pushback. Listener Don, but, listener, yeah. listener Don is writing in, and she's saying we are all brainwashed to some degree. That is why we need conscious life expos and the like. It gets us out of the matrix. And she also sent me a picture of a magnet that she said I got this magnet at Conscious Life Expo twenty. Plus years ago. Wow. We have come so there far. There you go. Bless all who came before to help evolve and hold space for the new consciousness. And then she also says, I want you to hear this thought, but I know why you like this guy. He is he is working bridge consciousness like you. <laughs> and, and I do love that. I recognize that in you, Sattva. When I met you last year, I was like, I love how you're bridging. And that's why I talked about you being a peacemaker because you do get exactly what Eric's talking about, exactly, you know, what, what I'm talking about, what your father's talking about, what the different people on your team and the different speakers are talking about. And that's the key to keep us communicating with each other from the space of respect and, and compassion and hold, having empathy for people who are so angry that you don't agree with them. That's, that's, I mean, how boring would the world be if everyone agreed on everything? It would right. be an incredibly boring world. We, we'd all be robots. <laughs> well, and that, yeah. that is where the magic, I'm just going to make one more point. We go down the rabbit hole, the rabbit hole. Yeah. Room, 
is that yeah. um, when we had Nassim Harriman, uh, he's been on the show a few times and stuff, and he, of course, is this radical physicist with ideas uh, concerning the unified field theory, connecting small mechanical quantum mechanics and physics to astrophysics. But he always says, as physicists get together, in a closed system, this happens. In a closed system, that happens. You need to control it to agree for it to make sense. And he goes, nature doesn't use closed systems. And that's what yeah. that, that loop of logic of feeding your own, like, academia. Mm-hmm. It's a closed system. Yeah. It doesn't yeah. want. And he goes, that's the most unnatural part of, of how nature works is the surprise of when you thought tangent A was going to go this way and it didn't. And that created a whole different animal or tree or something. This yeah. whole idea of these closed yeah. systems it, it, it's why would why would you know academ- ac- academics want to stay in a system that they say is not really realistic when we study physics? Mm-hmm. That's always kind of thing. So these conferences like this, they're opening up the closed system and letting some mystery and letting some room for thought and ideas to kind of filter through without them, you know, feeling like oh, I have to believe this. It's just like Masaru Moto or Graham Hancock saying. How about let's just relax into this field of potentiality and possibility and what may have been, and then you're going to start seeing some magic happen because it is going to merge with science yeah. and archaeology. It's not going to throw the baby out with the and religion and myth. It's not going to throw anyone out. You're going to get a more a puzzle, a bigger puzzle piece, bringing so many other fractals and pieces of this puzzle together where we can all look at it eventually one day together and go, there it is. Dun, we don't need da, to da, fight da, over this. Yep. The, yeah. yeah. <laughs> there it yeah. is. Dun, da, da, da. Yes. Ta-da. We're here. We've arrived. <laughs> Woo! We finally got it. Now back to more Awakening Code Radio. You know, it's the cheerleader aspect in what our show really wants to be is the cheerleader for humanity and that we can do this. We can evolve our species rather than become extinct. And I have I talked yet about one of the people I was excited to hear. I, I before the show I was telling Eric about Frank Jacob. Sattva, do you do you know that much about what he's teaching about? The the uh, my my wife watched his videos. I haven't I haven't watched his stuff yet. So he's an yeah. he's but an he's award-winning filmmaker. Oh. He's a researcher yeah. and a presenter and he's really excited to go deep down the rabbit hole and I I'd heard this term project looking glass a lot of times in these circles that we're in and I, and from what I remembered about it it project looking glass was an experiment that used remote viewers. And so he's talking about two different timelines. There's a timeline that we're on, but on the flip side, there's also insiders from Project Looking Glass saw an emerging timeline that was very positive and favored we the people and mm-hmm. and that it has been suppressed, but that a natural golden age of consciousness and expansion ensues. So that, you know, the indigenous cultures have, have been talking about this and prophesizing, you know, this time on earth would come. And now we're here. We are in this time on earth that all the saints and the sages and the prophets have been pointing to. And now here we are. And it did talk about there would be some dark times and that we would come through and be in a golden age. And I feel like this is 
that moment in time, that moment in history. Yeah. We're actually yeah. witnessing it, and we were we're here to be a part of creating it. I think that's part of what the rabbit hole is, is, is that um, we are looking into the darkness that has been in our world for, for centuries. And, you know, people have been too brainwashed to see the truth and they don't want to see the truth because it's too unsettling. And so here we are um, uncovering all these darknesses. And then a lot of people think, wow, the world is so dark. And how is it? It's like, no, it's becoming light because as soon as you bring light into the shadows, they, they, they can't hide there anymore. And so I really see that as, you know, as we start uncovering the nature of the systems that control us in the world around us, um, we are going to find dark things. And, and there are dark things going on in the world all the time. But, but rather than focusing on it and getting depressed and saying, look, look how evil humanity is. Look, you know, look at how awful this part of the world is. We look, oh, well, isn't it amazing that we're in a, in a point in history where we can see that all these injustices and all these, these, um, these different things are happening um, behind the scenes, and we can now be very um, clear about, well, what can we do to fix that? What, what can I do? Can I, you know, you know, there's a lot of people that want to go and have a homestead and live off the grid. That's one way, you know, another way is just, you know, meeting each other with kindness and finding ways to, uh, you know, find community again. Um, and just, there's, there's so many ways to fight back. And, and the, the first step is just seeing what the truth is and seeing what, trying to uncover these darknesses. So um, that's really what the rabbit hole is about is, is like, all right, let's see how, you know, how far down this rabbit hole we can go. And of course, you know, some things may be incorrect, but we have to at least question things. We can't, we can't blindly follow. We have to question. That's the whole nature of being human. We have to question. Um, and that's, at the end of the day, that's all it is, is we're questioning what's, what information is coming towards us. And if we don't question it, we're not doing due diligence. We're not doing in this age of information, that's what we're in. In the age of information, it's our due diligence to question it. That's what we have to do. So um, the ra- that's what the down the rabbit hole is about, is is questioning what's coming at us. And so with all kinds of experts and people speaking on all different types of subjects down there. So I like that. Um, it, yeah, it should and, be and fun. I, I like how, how it's, it's very diverse in the speakers. You know, there's Brad Olson talking about hidden history and hidden knowledge. There's David Wolf, David Avocado Wolf, talking about upgrading your immune system. Laura Eisenhower, strengthening our souls. Foster Gamble, I said earlier, solutions for a thriving world. You've got a comic, Alex the Comic. I've seen him on Instagram. He's pretty funny. Um, I love that both Friday night and Saturday in the rabbit hole, I think it's in that area that you have yes. Friday night is what did you call it? A psychedelic. Uh, it's David Palmer yeah, yeah. spinning. And David Palmer is going to be spinning some psychedelic kind of dance psych- psychedelic dance. Nice. Yeah. 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 I love yeah. that. And then y- Yaima, who we've, we've uh, played some Yaima on our, on our show before that's a concert going on Saturday night, but there's also a lot of other things going on with, um, you know, I and I didn't mention some of the other keynotes. I should say that Sasha Stone is there, Del Big Tree, Mickey Willis, uh, 
I, I Mickey have... Willis is going to um, have a premiere for his movie, Pandemic 3, on Sunday. Great. Um, yeah. Pretty, pretty exciting. I've seen some trailers yeah. for that, but I have. He he's finally going to premiere at your event. Yeah. 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 Sunday at 8 p.m. it looks like. So very exciting. And then the whole there's so many great speakers at the conference and I'm I'm really looking forward to seeing some of the you know the 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 stewards. George Norrie has been there practically every year. Bashar has been there quite a few years. Linda Moulton Howe and Jimmy Church. Jimmy Church is he's got a lunch lunch with Jimmy, I think. <laughs> And then all these new fresh faces, Twin Ray and Blue and Star Girl, and and then you know the astrologer Shima Moore and Rick Levine and uh, is that how you say his name? Lee? Uh, Levine. Levine. Yeah. Rick yeah. Levine and uh, Adam's brother. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know what's funny though about about the rabbit hole being being its own section is um, the, the there's a whole other part of the expo which is the UFO people and that's a completely another rabbit hole so <laughs> the, the the idea that we only have one rabbit hole at the conscious life expo is kind of funny because the whole thing is there's depends on which direction you want to go well, i think i think all 21 yeah. years you could say that conscious life expo was the rabbit hole because it's, it's the rabbit hole yeah. yeah it's been the rabbit hole yeah for sure yeah. so it looks like there's there's just a lot of fun to be had there and if anything there have been years that i've gone there where I wanted to go see speakers because every speaker is so compelling, you know, and I look at the schedule and go, oh my gosh, who who am I going to pick between? And many years I get caught in the, in the, what do you call that area, Eric, where I always like get- the lobby. Yeah, or, the lobby. Yeah. Where I can't, I can't move. She doesn't go anywhere. I, there's <laughs> so many people going, Michelle, oh my gosh, I haven't seen you. And then I get caught in conversations I look at that as the divine synchronicity and orchestration of of bringing together all these people, people I, I've seen at other conferences or I've met at other conferences or I've traveled with, and they all converge and, and come back together. So it is like a, a great big homecoming is what it feels like, where you look into somebody's eyes and, you know, it's like being on the road to Shambhala. Wah, wah, Eric. <laughs> <laughs> Michelle's favorite song. Yeah, that, that's one of my favorite songs, you know, because how does your light shine on the, on the road to Shambhala? And, and we recognize each other by the flowers in our eyes. We, we look into each other's eyes and we, we have the ability to have this soul recognition. At some level, we're saying, I feel like I, I know you or I see you because so many of us are remembering and eternal nature of our souls and feeling like, you know, the light switch is going on and that's what this is holding space if, for. Yeah. And, and to me, if nothing else, it's like the, the real connection between people is seeker to seeker. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like adventurer to adventurer. You might not have been to the same places, but what grabs you, you gravitate towards each other is that you know you're both adventurers. You're right. both people that want to expand your horizons. And that's just, imagine, how many people do come, Sattva, to Conscious Life Expo? Yeah, so um, before COVID, um, we had uh, regularly around 10,000 attendees. Wow. And so we're really expecting that same number this year, um, that, as long as the Matrix doesn't throw some crazy curveball at us wow. in, in, in between. That's big. Um, I had no idea. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, so um, it's exciting, and um, there's, uh, you know, if you want to come for the weekend, um, the the hotel is a great way to experience the whole thing. Um, because it's in a hotel, you can just spend the whole day going to these workshops and then take the elevator upstairs to your room. It's pretty a, a really fun way to experience it. And then also, um, you know, if you want to come just for the day, uh, you know, just to be aware of the, it's parking by the airport. And so, you know, that there's Uber would be a great idea <laughs> to, mm-hmm. to get to the event um, just because it's the airport and it becomes difficult with parking. Um, but yeah, um, if you can come and be in the hotel for the weekend, that's the most fabulous way to do it. It's, it's three days. It's half of Friday. It's all day Saturday, all day Sunday. When I say all day, it starts at nine in the morning and ends at 10 at night. It's, these are like intense days. I know. And Um, it doesn't end at 10 at night. The conference ends at 10 at night, but as soon as you're walking in the hallway, you meet a bunch of people that go, Hey, let's go get a drink. Exactly. Cause there's going to be so many people that also are staying at the hotel as well. And then we also have the, the music happening, um, Friday and Saturday night this year. And there's a, a, a expo's got talent, um, which is really uh, really fun on Saturday night where um, we have awards for people who perform on stage. It's, it's, um, it's cool. That's fun. And um, Jim, is, Jimmy, is Jimmy Church hosting that again this year? I think he is. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't, don't quote me on that. Uh, Jimmy Church is um, doing a disclosure lunch on Sunday, which mm-hmm. should be really fun. Yeah, he's fun. He's great. He's a great yeah. friend. And, and, you know, we didn't really highlight all the, the exhibitors to the extent that if you can even imagine all these new technologies, things we've never heard of before that could help us through these times with, you know, the different healing modalities and the, and the different things that a lot of people are presenting, even your clothing line. I, are you going to be having your clothing line there? Well, I, I work on my clothing line with a, a friend of mine, Ramiro, who um, has a brand called The Way of the Hand, and he makes uh, really cool Burning Man kind of uh, outfits, and so we, we kind of collaborate. So I'm going to have my clothing at his booth uh, in the rabbit hole. Um, and so, yeah, uh, last year we had a fashion show that was really fun, but we, we're not doing that this year. Maybe next year, but not, not this year. So much. So yeah. much to do. So tell me a little bit about, before we, we we close up here, one of the things I always like to do is focus on our gratitude for the team that it takes to put an event like this together. So let's give shout outs to the team. Yeah. Um, well, well, so shout out to uh, Christine, who's this year been really awesome and she's been a rock getting a lot um on the back end, getting a lot done. Um, you know, shout out to my dad for, um, you know, holding down the fort for 20 years and, and doing this, um, shout out to Shima for, uh, being awesome and always involved in doing astrology. Um, shout out to Elizabeth for, um, helping out, um, and being really loyal and, and, and ready for anything. Um, Shout out to Brandy for an excellent rabbit hole and Serena for all the UFO and uh, UFO people. And um, yeah, I mean, there's a huge team. Let me see. Um, uh, Shout out to Chino and and, uh, Matthew for helping with the AV and um, 
Joan of Angels, who's who's been helping a lot with bringing in exhibitors. Um, I'm sure I'm forgetting someone you put me on the Maura. spot. Maura. Um, Maura. Shout out to Maura for being great, great and, and helping us with promotion. And Donna, for sure. Donna. Um, Donna really is really helped a lot. We we went back and Donna forth is very excited those. this year. As soon as she found out we were doing the rabbit hole, she was like, how can I help? I want to be part, part of it. <laughs> oh, and so she, she's your PR. Yeah. She definitely yeah, has the whole she's, PR. Yeah, she's been PR for a long time, yeah. I'm yeah. coming in a rabbit costume. <laughs> Good. And just going to bounce around the rabbit hole. I think I, you should, Eric, because you're be finding... a cosmic rabbit. Yeah, you're finding your niche in being your your role-playing that you're doing a yeah. lot. Because this yeah. year, Eric was not Santa Claus this year. He actually was Buddy, Buddy the, the Elf. Elf. Yeah. Uh, anyway, yeah. I like the rabbit hole. It's a little... Bring a little Comic-Con into it and have people be there. Oh, famous. yeah. Well, well we're going to... We have, uh, if you've seen in... Um, on the website and in the program guide, uh, there's a little rabbit with, with a uh, suit, um, with like a tuxedo. Mm. And so we're going to print out uh, the tuxedo rabbit, you know, pointing down the escalator to and down the hallway where the rabbit hole is. Mm. Um, oh, so you have to follow the rabbit to get to see Mickey Willis or something. <laughs> <laughs> when is Mickey Willis speaking? Is that Saturday night? Oh, I, I don't know off off the top of my head here sorry i think i think you'd I have to go to our website yeah. there's so many events friday um, night you, friday night 8 to nine thirty. it says there you go yeah um there the way the 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 way it's structured is we have uh lectures which are 45 minute uh events and there's four of those every hour um and then we have uh keynote workshops which are uh, uh for more of the famous speakers and then we have free workshops um, and those are in, I think, five different rooms. Um, and then we have special events, a lot of different special events. We have a seance with Susan Slaughter, um, which should be really uh, exciting, too. We have um, uh, panels. That's also a really big part of the event. We have panels through the weekend where six experts um, sit on a panel and we, you know, depending on the subject, whether it's UFOs or astrology or this year, we have a star seed panel. I created that one this year. Um, that should be really fun. Who's with on all that new, one? New fresh. Uh, on the star seed panel, we have, uh, Sarah Adams. We have star girl. We have blue. We have Jamie, uh, Voss love. Um, and I'm forgetting someone. We have, uh, Cher Jolene who, who's now, um, she has a new name now. What was it? Um, who else? Yeah, it's going to be a great little event because I, I love Starseed. Yes, uh, Elizabeth April is on that one too. I would yeah. think she would be on that one. Yeah. yeah. Perfect. And so that should be fun because I, I like um, learning about that. I think that's a fun um, subculture into mm -hmm. itself. For sure. it's it, it sounds really exciting. I'm so glad we got to... Take a dive a little bit down the rabbit hole, just, you know, talking about it and getting people interested. And the website really has a lot of information there. You can click on on the different speakers picture and that leads you to their bio and what their talks about. And the schedule is really well done. And do we say the website? Conscious Life Expo. Is yeah. Conscious Life Expo dot com. Yeah. Twenty twenty three. Here Twenty twenty three. Just around yeah, the corner. 2023. And we uh, we are on Instagram and TikTok and Facebook and, and you know, 
follow us and um yeah just building our community and just trying to um after two years of of some some other planet that we've been on it's time (laughs) time to come together and meet in person and feel that uh you know you know enough of being online we need to meet in person and and actually feel each other's presence so that's part of what's so important about the expo is coming together in person and just really you know feeling that that energy and feeling free again by you know seeing your community that you're with i think that's really i I do feel that you're co-creating when you have when you do come together in person you're you're it's a it's a powerful way to co-create with actual energy fields Mm -hmm. yes well, yeah, and I think that's that's what's so important, especially for millennials and Gen Z, is you know, you know, coming together and being physical rather than on your your cell phone is just such an important thing, especially with this type of information. So, yeah. anyway, actual reality is still way yeah. better than virtual reality. <laughs> yeah. Well, Some people you. would argue with you, and I that know. you know, I think I, I think it's that. an interesting topic to explore about using yeah. technology responsibly. There, there. Well, there, there is a booth at the expo that's speaking about AI, the consciousness of AI. So we we have it all. Mm-hmm. So wow, yeah, it's been such an honor to have you on Satva. Thank you for taking the time out of your evening to talk with us and. I know that as this last month winds down to the actual expo time, you will be really busy doing what you need to do to make it a successful event. But we we send you so much gratitude and appreciation for all you're doing and bringing forward. Well, thank you. Thank you for having me on the show. It was a lot of fun. And, and um, yeah, it's great. And I appreciate all of your enthusiasm and um you know, let's let's have a great show and come together and and uh, have a big party. It's going to be great. Sounds like fun. See you there. We'll see you there. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thanks again. All right. All right. Okay. Bye bye. That was awesome. Great guy. Such a nice guy. He really, really is. He really impressed me last year when I met him last year because last year was a. I didn't even know they did it last year. Last year was a very sketchy year to go to Conscious Life Expo, yeah, I can and imagine. and there was you know. There was a lot of a lot of division, and yet you could see people wanting to break through that, and it was beautiful to witness. Um, Disclosure Fest had a booth right in the main hallway, and I was at that booth a lot, and I, it felt like, oh my gosh, it, we're all home again. And there was, you know, we a lot of hugging and. Mm-hmm. All of that. So this year, I, I feel like this year it, it's kind of the real. Everybody poking their heads out of the ground together. And then, you know, this is February. And then in April, you and I are going to be in person. And we have a big involvement in person at Portal to Ascension's Mm -hmm. event in San Diego. And that's a great venue um, to have an event down in San Diego. So I'm really looking forward to that as well with a lot of great speakers. Some, Some of the speakers are at Conscious Life Expo and then a bunch of other ones. And... That's going to be a really fun thing to do in April. Yep, for right. sure. Sounds like Contact in the Desert is going to be going I, again. I, 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 I haven't just heard seen, that today. Yeah, I heard yeah. it a couple of days ago, and I haven't seen any you know, information right. on it yet, but that would be in June. Yep. And I know Disclosure Fest has a lot, a lot in the works for 
possibly June, and then 11-11. So there's a lot of stuff going on. And I'm also working on an event that I haven't even announced yet. I don't even know if I'm allowed to announce it yet, but that's the last weekend. And you have to be there, Eric, so I better give you the details. Last weekend of... August. August. August 26, 27, 28. It's mm. going to be amazing. It's an outside festival. Fun. And it, it holds, this This place is camping on a river and it holds um, f- about 4,000 people. Christy Grace is involved oh, yeah. in this. I was going to say, the this one in is, Colorado? Yeah. Yeah. Fun. I, Jen I, Berryhill yeah. is, is, is. That know, location looks Col- amazing. Yes. Yeah, for Tico, sure. Tico Time Resort. Yep. So there we have it. We'll be talking more about that as the year progresses. I wanted to kind of go down that a little bit. I mean, we'll, we'll fill in some more in different places, but. The reason why it was so important to me to do the show tonight, the first night that we're on the air in 2023, is to to continue on that theme of looking towards a brighter future mm-hmm. and, and creating it together. And my heart feels lighter when I talk about these types of things. So I hope, listener, I hope your heart feels light and you're excited in moving forward in 2023 and co-creating the world we want to see. That's it. All right. And off we go with off our tagline. Here we go. One, Do your best two, to. three. Question <laughs> authority. Oh, wait. That's. <laughs> Eric Rankin. Colleen Edit. Colleen Edit. Affirmative. Be good humans. We'll see you next week. This is Admin Colleen, and you're listening to Awakening Code Radio. Find us on social media, including Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and Twitter. And be sure to join the Facebook fan tribe to connect with other listeners. This is Eric Rankin. And Michelle Anderson from Awakening Code Radio. Right here on KXFM. We'd like to invite you to join a conversation to raise the vibration. Broadcasting live every Tuesday night from 8 to 10 p.m., we cover all aspects of the process of awakening, whether it's emotional or spiritual growth. And have hosted such luminaries as Deepak Chopra, Marianne Williamson, James Redfield, and many others. With a global audience, our show is one of the most listened to programs here at KXFM. And we would love for you to join the conversation. 